This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's hour one of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. I'm sorry, we're doing some Super Bowl radio row prep. And maybe the greatest stunt ever has just been discussed. We can't tell you. We can't let you know. Maybe we'll be able to pull it off at the Super Bowl. General, at your service, there's Brian Broaddus with a cheeky grin on his face. I don't want to be a part of this stunt. Lucius oh. Alexander is in the pimp cup over there at Master Control. You got <laughs> Woolchuck and Chiafalo cleverly. cleverly. And 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 uh, devilishly uh, scheming for all kinds of hijinks. And there's Carter Freeman back there in the pimp cup coordinating your video along with you. We are the G Back Nation here on the fan and happy conference championship football Friday. Uh, hopefully, we get to enjoy the games despite the Cowboys not being in there. And I do believe we have a good five hour broadcast planned. Don't you, you guys feel good about this broadcast plan? Yeah, I feel pretty solid about it. Football Friday, heading into the weekend. We got Crown Royale, thanks to Tolo Tim from Carthage uh, floating around here. What you drinking, what you thinking? Let's party, yeah. Rock Boys. Mavs get a victory <laughs> without Luca. Yes. Are you, are you, this that was is insane. fun. The return of Din Daddy, baby. Let's go. Oh, my goodness. Dinwiddie was was nice last night. He was he was having a ball, you know, being Something able to. about that per- building for him. He was Luca for the night. Yeah. <laughs> watch this and yeah. watch this. That was incredible. We'll talk more about that. And yes, it is a what you drinking, what you thinking Friday. If you are day drinking now, set a reminder. You know, time flies. It'll, it'll go right by. You'll miss it. It'll be like 640. Be like, oh man, we missed it again, buddy. So 520, what you drinking and what you thinking. Crack them if you got them. And I will be cracking them. Okay. I got some NA beers in the fridge. They're 0.5. And, and last week I had two in like 30 minutes. So that's like a third of a Coors Light. Okay. All okay. right. So I was feeling it, bro. Yeah, you were. <laughs> I mean, your boy was definitely cutting loose last week. And I might take it to three in 30 minutes tonight to see, see, where, see how that goes. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, it is, it's definitely a Kellen Moore football Friday, though, for us. And, and, and sorry to his friends and family who are listening. But, uh, you know, many Cowboys fans are ready for a change. Um. Could you get somebody that, that'll get more from the offense? I, I think that's what you're hoping for. Maybe it'll be worse. Maybe it'll be about the same. Maybe you, maybe you can't find a good OC to, to, to win with this quarterback is what the uh, people on the truckwreck.com fan text would be saying right now. But, um, you know, I, th- that's got to be number one, I think, for McCarthy in the front office to say, we got to find out if we can get an OC in here that can put together a game plan that we could actually execute on a conference championship level. Haven't been able to do that with Kellen. Got an, got enough chances. Who's next, Brian? And is is the top candidate if Kellen Moore doesn't come back, Brian Schottenheimer? I think so. I think that to me, you know, one of the questions I'm going to ask you guys in in Krusty's corner off the sports mix is that has to deal with that with Mike and Jerry and some relationship stuff. But I kind of feel like though that that Mike would go in house on that, and I think he's waiting to see what's happening at Carolina. Now that they named Frank Wright, because he's got to figure out who his offensive line coach. Now it could be 
you know, it could be Wells or, you know, it could be Blatsko who, who's been on that, you know, these two guys have been on the staff or he can go with James Campen. So I think that he's going to sit down with Kellen Moore. I don't believe that we're going to get any information about that today. I, the league always frowns on you making news when it's conference championship weekend. So if maybe we Monday morning at the earliest Monday time. morning, maybe okay. Sean and RJ, but I could be wrong about that. Somebody could leak this stuff out the way that Twitter is, but the, the league just doesn't like you to, if you're going to make changes or do things or break news, they really don't want you to do that. But I believe you're right about something, somebody being in house for those moves. Uh, Mike McCarthy elected did not give a vote of confidence yesterday. I, I just don't think that, you know, that that's a good sign for his employment. Woolchuck, Chiafalo, that doesn't sound like... I, if I had to bet, I would strongly be placing, and I might put odds at 3-1 to one right now. Speaking of wagering, I'm putting odds at 3-1 to one, Kellen Moore's gone. Does that sound about right to you? Yes. Uh, I think everything that we heard from Mike yesterday was not glowing uh, in terms of, hey, Kellen's going to be back. Now, the question is, when will we find out? I don't know that the NFL wants it going into conference championship Sunday. If it's not today, uh, maybe it'll be Monday. Yeah. I don't know. They, they might not want it tomorrow, but I don't think Kellen is coming back. And there, there's there been times. <laughs> My voice coming out of the gates hot on a football Friday. Echo, echo, oh, echo, I'm sorry. Echo. I'm sorry. I was looking up all, I was looking yeah, what up were you other looking names at? for Let's offensive find out. coordinators here. You do like the with the teacher Manor, stuff over there? Milf I was. Going on. on your Google. I was. I was. I'm looking at Dak's girlfriend Are you again. really that worried that you have to pull for the Eagles for 20 bucks this weekend? <laughs> Honestly, this whole thing is shaking me. And then now I'm worried that I'm going to also draw the Eagles. So I'm going to be double bleeped on this thing when we have to do it. But I, if it's Brian Schottenheimer, that also scares the crap out of me. I'd rather keep Kellen Moore. Yeah, that's what sucks about this whole thing. Brought us over there talking about uh, in-house hires, yeah. and that, that that's a frustrating thing. And you would think they would have learned, hey, you go outside your comfort zone to bring in Dan Quinn. It paid off like like you've never seen before. Not to say that going outside the the hierarchy or the organization that you already have is going to work like Dan Quinn worked, but you at least have evidence that, hey, this could be kind of cool. Why would we just recycle this all just would go back to me of like McCarthy doesn't want to want to learn a new playbook because Nussmeyer's going to have the same thing. Schottenheimer, I guess, will be his own version, but it's not a version any of us uh, have liked in the past. Nobody will be nobody will be excited about Schottenheimer. Okay, yeah. this okay. Well, let me if I could just can fire. you sell us, Brian? Are you going to sell us on no, Schottenheimer? No, no, no. I'm not going to oh. do that. No, but see, me, one of my one of my questions impossible. one of my questions for the sports mix, and let's just go ahead. I'll fire it at you guys right now. Fire it. Do you think that that Jerry Jones asked McCarthy to reduce the staff, but McCarthy asked for something in return? Like, okay, if I'm going to reduce the staff, you're going to let me do something I want to do. Kind of a prisoner for prisoner swap here. So you're saying McCarthy's the one who's wanting, like, hey, since I'm losing my Philbin, you have to lose your Kellen? Rob Davis. I'm, 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 losing, huh. I'm losing some of my guys here. I like that Because Mike, Mike's talked about yesterday the relationship. Yeah. Mike says, no, Jerry and I are good. Even the hard decisions, even the things we have to talk about. I wonder, again, that was one of my sports mix questions was, do you think that, that Jerry said, okay, I want you to reduce this staff, and I want you to do it this way. And Mike said, okay, if I reduce this staff, you have to do this for me. Hmm. 
So I, I mean, I, that thoughts, would make sense. Thoughts, yeah. uh, thoughts on that? No, I, I, I definitely think that could happen because it's a negotiation and it's a compromise. I thought it was interesting that yesterday Jerry and Steven weren't in that season-ending press conference for the first time, and maybe one of the asks from Mike is, I want to be able to talk about things and set the tone of you know priorities. And not have you have to come back yeah. and, and, and re-talk about it. Yeah. Not have you hanging over my shoulder and giving your thoughts on this. I mean, these are my coaches. This is my coaching staff. I'm having to let these guys go, and I'd I'd rather talk about it without you know you having your two cents in it as well. I, you know, I, I, it is an interesting idea. The, the text, y'all are out of your minds on this Kellen Moore thing I mean how many more points do you think the Cowboys are going to score well it doesn't matter in the regular season it's executing on a conference championship level that they need to get to and against the better teams for whatever reason they don't have answers you scored 17 points in the wild card game last year yeah you scored 12 points in the divisional playoff game and if you watch this team week in and week out There are massive inconsistencies with Kellen Moore. If you want to go with the statistics for your argument, fine. Guess what? 23% of the points scored this year for the Cowboys were set up by the defense. You Mm. had short fields, or guess what? The defense scored. Mm. You had Micah Parsons with a touchdown against Chicago. right? Your defense aided you in quite a lot of that. The stats don't tell the story with Kellen Moore's offense. And when you're constantly running curl route combinations and everything is just, hey, why are the Cowboys number one in the NFL in terms of having to force contested throws? It's not Dak always, oh, it's on your quarterback having to do that. It's because the route combinations are always going to be contested. You're not scheming. It's not mesh combinations like we talk about with McVay and Shanahan and some of these other creative offensive coordinators. You're not designing and scheming something up to try and open things in the middle of the field for your receiver. Yeah. I mean, hell, in the wild card round last year, final drive, they have, who, who was it, Connor McGovern running a, a bleeping curl route? I mean, yeah. what are, what are, there are times with Kellen Moore, and, and I'm not saying he's bad. right? I'd rather have him than Brian Schottenheimer. But I do think... At this point, you might have peaked, yeah, and you should be looking to upgrade if you can. I think so. I, you mentioned some things, and we'll talk a little bit later. We'll do a segment on the things that we hope a new OC would or, or could do differently than Kellen Moore, and I think you were on to some good things right there. You know, I... I wonder who the other candidates might be and if Schottenheimer would be a guy that they would absolutely go to. You know, what I remember about him is frustration from Russell Wilson, um, but them making the playoffs. Um, Russell Wilson throwing huge play action deep ball shots coming up with massive highlights and playing complimentary football in a way. I don't remember a lot of creative running game, but I remember a very effective running game with a suspect offensive line and like Rashad Penny and Chris Carson. And I, I think what I what we'd hope for more, um, you know, uh, Kyle Shanahan or more uh, Andy Reid, more Sean McVay type of uh, fun, right? Uh, uh, eye candy at the line of scrimmage, motion and horizontal spread and all that. But I think what you will get is a guy who's more resourceful and more experienced making a good running game out of less than ideal uh, uh, resources. And that might be exactly what this football team needs. You know, um, 
it, it would be great if if you could run it on a Kyle Shanahan level, but just being able to not get shut down. Like Kellen Moore loves the passing game so much. I don't know if his running concepts were evolved enough to be able to continue to execute. And over the last two seasons, the NFL got a read on what he was doing and shut his running game down like for the last month of the regular season and the playoffs twice. So if I was going to make a pitch for why we could be excited about Schottenheimer or why this should work, this guy studies not just passing game concepts like a quarterback would, who's too in love with that, but how to get the ground game going. And he has evidence of being able to do that and putting his quarterback in a position to look like an MVP. Well, the one thing that his his responsibility on the Cowboys staff is to Dan Quinn. It's not to the offense. It's to Dan Quinn to get together, okay, he's creating a game plan off how he thinks he should attack Dan Quinn by what the opponents do. So, you know, if he's studying if he's studying Philadelphia tape, if he's studying Rams tape, if he's he's having to study other teams. He's up on everything. Yeah, he's up on everything. It's like, man, that's a pretty good idea. You know, you clip that one. That's one. If I'm ever no see again, man, that looks like a good idea to run a, a way, to, way to run the jet sweep. Man, that looks a good way to run an uh, inside zone play. You know, I mean – that's what you got to hope. You know, Dan Quinn talked about reinventing himself. You know, Mike McCarthy did the same thing, but Mike McCarthy didn't. You know, Mike McCarthy talks about it, but he didn't do anything like he didn't come back and say, hey, I need to do this on offense now. He just let Kellen Moore do it. Dan Quinn came in here and is, you know, clearly when you watch the scheme has, has done a lot of different things. Hopefully, hopefully if it is Brian Schottenheimer that he's had an opportunity to sit back and say, okay, this is the things I failed at earlier. I'm not going to make those mistakes again. Yeah, and they might want a totally different you know, set of eyes on it. They could easily go outside the organization. I guess, you know, when a guy gets a job, you kind of hope for the best, and I'll lean optimistic towards it, although that name is legit underwhelming. You know, I, I'm, I'm right there with you on the surface level. Just how it could work out is what I was going with. D'Amico Ryan's emerging as a top candidate uh, for the Texans. Um, I think so, he's in on the Broncos job, too. That's okay. another one that guys around the league are all talking about. Well, good for him. You know, this would be two maybe two defensive coaches getting hired, Dan Quinn not being one of them. Is there a rub on him like Wade Phillips maybe that they, that maybe a, a lot of people around the league are thinking he's a better coordinator than a head coach? I don't know. I, I know that he had a shot at that Denver job. We, we talked about that a bunch. I mean, I feel like I wore that one out. But, you know, I, I was surprised. I mean, the, the guys that know Dan really well thought he was going to end up in Indianapolis. But, you know, the, that owner there is just, who knows? I mean, they're, wow. the, 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 there's That's people a luck out, too. People, the, the, people they were just lucky. He's not, still in the bathroom at the McDaniels house. And no. he's, he's locked in there and he can't find a way to get out. <laughs> oh, and so there's, they're there's, just going to keep yeah. the same guy they had. There's p- people in the league that honestly believe that Jeff Saturday has a very good shot at that job. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, but we'll see. But that, but that's. I, I kind of feel like that the, the, the Cowboys, I think like they caught a break. I feel like they caught a break with the whole thing with Dan. I mean, there was musical chairs and Dan ran out of a chair, you know? Okay. Uh, yeah, Spencer Dinwiddie, 36, 6, and 9. He was 10 of 18 and 5 of 6 from 3. Uh, one of the topics from the game, again, Van Gundy calling a Mavs game and talking about they need to take pressure off Luka with Dinwiddie. Now, Dinwiddie has looked exceptional in both in, in both of the last two national games that Van Gundy has called, so maybe he's seeing the best version of him. But I tell you what, 
there's been some games this year where where Dinwiddie has shown an explosiveness and a fire to his game that you didn't see last year. And maybe the knee was bothering him a little bit. Maybe the knee feels better. I don't know. That's something worth following up on for sure. But, man, he was slippery and he was ballsy and he was hitting the shots last night. And when he's hot, you got to ride it. You know, we've seen Dinwiddie go cold, but that was awesome. Luca Hurt, are we hearing anything good about that? Are you going to be all right? Yeah, last night I kind of reached out to some folks. They felt like it was just a normal type of a sprain. Uh, they had no timetable on it after the game, mm-hmm. but it wasn't one of those things where it was like high ankle or you have to worry about it. I initially thought it was a calf when I saw but he stepped on a he stepped on a defender's foot and that just kind of rolled it a little bit, but they felt like it was a normal, normal uh sprain. Okay, uh Brian has decided on a bet payoff. We'll have the details on that. And we need to pick games for G Bag Survivor with big show bet payoffs on the line coming up next to the nation. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, welcome back, Nation. Lucius has the G-Bag of the Day coming up here in about eight minutes. we got to talk G-Bag Survivor. And an unprecedented move uh, is about to happen as we select our uh, winners, our games for this conference championship weekend. But not before we get the details on Brian Broaddus, his bet payoff agreed to later on last night's show. And he has the details now for you. Uh, Brian, when's this all going to go down? Yeah, next Friday, I will start my journey at uh, 5.30 a.m. with Sean, RJ, and Bobby. And then my plan is to go all through the broadcast day, mm. hit every show, uh, doing full shows along the way, and finishing up with the uh, get right on a Friday night. Do you anticipate any naps needed? Uh, no, I don't think so. I, I'm trying to kind of g- getting my food thing in my mind lined up. You know, how do I better eat clean? Prep? You got to meal prep. Yeah, do I meal gotta prep? Got to hydrate. Or, or do I just go ahead and buy something for every show I'm on? Ooh, that'd be that, cool too. That kind of oh, thing. Yeah, wow. just like the morning guys, you bring them donuts. The lunch guys, you bring them, you know, donuts. Yeah. Yeah. Take care of your guys. Yeah, just take care of the guys. So that's yeah. So next Friday, I will do. I will do every show. The whole all shows cool and that's that's fair and that's fantastic we've had that particular bet payoff on the list of payoffs all season long so anybody had the opportunity to select this broadus has done it uh and it is but the it's called the fan jam fan so, jam but yeah uh, that's, a, that's a great bet payoff. i've, I've had people in the and, and zach i'm sorry about this there's people that have asked me like why didn't you just go and just hit on woolchuck's mom yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, that, that was sort of my response. That was, I mean, that was the you know, they were like, out. listen, listen, Broadus. I mean, like you, you have to hit on Woolchuck's mom and talk sweet to her for like ten minutes, and you're out. And you know what? It's just that respect I have for you. I appreciate that. I really do. Well, I have no problem hitting on his mom if I lose this weekend. So you're going to go what. for it yourself? I think I'll do that next week if I do lose. Ooh, that's not a bad play. I wonder if we could combo platter that. If, if maybe perhaps, Dawson, we both lose. Maybe we could just like Ooh. tag team the Ooh. sweet talk there uh, for Waltrucks mom. Tag team. That'd be pr- pretty sick. She's a yeah. one-man kind of woman. Uh, well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll let her be the one to she decide She might be that, repressed. Okay? Let her speak for herself, Wolchuk. Shut your dirty mouth. Who do you, who do you guys think is going to win these games now before we get to them? Yeah, I am curious because we're drawing these out of my hat, right? I yeah. got them written out, ready to go. So we should all go around the room and say the team we most want because we're most confident in them winning. And I go back and forth. I think the Eagles are going to win, and I think the Chiefs are going to win. 
but ultimately I'm just I'm putting my faith in Pat Mahomes at Burrowhead Stadium ready to crush some balls. So I'm going Chiefs. I want to pull the Chiefs. And then if not, I'd want to pull the Eagles. 49ers, of course. That's, that's your most confident win. Yep. Okay. It's a team that I uh, want to win the most and the team I'm most confident in to win. Uh, and Joe Shiesty and the Bengals. Um, I think that they... I that that's I'm not confident that they win, but I am picking them to win because I'm just I'm not sure how healthy Mahomes is. Although I think you're going to have an inspired effort by that defense. I mean, with Chris Jones at the podium today, calling it Burrowhead Stadium, that's something yeah. that's irritating them. They're yeah. going to be ticked off. I just don't think anything phases Joe Burrow. He's an no. absolute stud. You know, and I do have to acknowledge that uh, Joe Shiesty, as he's being called, has has met Patrick Mahomes, a top NFL quarterback mountain. And if that's the case, he probably has the better supporting cast, Brian. Yeah, I, 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 my, my heart tells me the teams I'd like to win are Cincinnati and San Francisco. And but in reality, I think it's going to be Kansas City and Philadelphia. My heart, my heart tells me I'd love for. I'd love for Joe Burrow to get back to the Super Bowl. I love all those LSU, the LSU kids that play on those teams. But I, I, I can say it, I, I, I'm so rooting against Philadelphia right now. I really, really am. But I, I don't know. I, I just don't think Philadelphia is going to miss on those plays that Dallas did last week. You know, that's the thing that worries me a little bit going into this game. Yeah. yeah, and they have a cheat code on offense that they can go to for 140 yards rushing if they want. If they're willing to do that. Yeah. 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 And it, it, I, I think what we found out last week is uh, Jalen Hurts' shoulder has healed enough. And he's not 100%, but he's close enough to it. And with the game being this big, unless he takes a big shot and is oh. like, oh, my goodness, my shoulder feels like I was just stabbed. You know, I expect I, him to be putting his nose in there constantly. Well, I'll tell you what, what they have to be very mindful of, though, we all saw how well San Francisco tackles. And all of a sudden, you're yeah. getting out there in the open field and Jimmy Ward drops on your back and does that maneuver he did on Pollard mm. on your quarterback. Yeah, that's going to be a different ball game well, get, right there. You'll get thrown out of the game if you do that on a quarterback. Yeah. I think that was yeah. horse. But that's leap. that's that, that team tackles, man. They tackle yeah, they the linebacker, they tackle the secondary, and when they get a chance to hitch in the pocket, they're going to hit you. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, one of my favorite stats about the Niners this year—they're the best in the sport at creating yards after the catch uh, offensively, and the best in the sport at stopping yak uh, with their defense. Like they tackle incredibly well, and you saw that being a, a huge even in the. Uh, brought us. We're up here watching during the pregame. We're watching Cincinnati and Buffalo. Yeah, who can't tackle Buffalo? Buffalo. It's a three-yard reception for Cincinnati. It yeah. becomes seven. The eight-yard receptions became sixteen. And it's like tackling is still just a fundamental key, and the Niners do it fantastically well. Yeah, you know, I really, I, I love the Eagles' offensive line. Um, I love mm-hmm. their secondary, their pass rush. You know, we we talked a lot about Parsons. But is it Reddick, 17 and a half sacks? That was just an incredible year from him. And then their secondary. But it's really, you know, the Eagles offensive line, I think, is going to match up with San Francisco's physicality better than anybody they've seen. We saw the Cowboys last week having success, really, until Tony Pollard went out. And Philly can throw many more weapons at the Niners' defense. The Bengals' O-line, remember, still compromised. They, They were able to get away with it last week against Buffalo, can they get away with it again? Um, and then, yeah, the Burrowhead thing—they've made it personal. Yeah, they have. you know, yeah. they—they're coming into your house and 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 really like making you feel like, wow, I'm I'm not a person that likes to fight, but damn it, I, I'm going to fight. You know, yeah. You you so you you have inspired some sort of anger, I think, not only in the fan base that's already the loudest in the NFL, 
And now I, I think you're going to get a similar emotional reaction from the players. We got to draw these uh, out, though, uh, don't we? So, w- what we're going to do to make sure we get epic payoffs going into the Super Bowl, and maybe we'll do these on Radio Row. Yeah, I was thinking about yeah. that. We should do some Radio Row payoffs here. Cool. Um, we're going to just draw four names, so each of us will get a team randomly, and then we'll we'll have two payoffs next week. So, we, uh, what order should we go? We'll start with Dawson. We'll work our way uh, our okay. way around to me. Okay, here Dawson. We go, here we go. We quick pull, quick pull one. from Dawson. There, he didn't want to. Oh mess my around. goodness! Yeah, I got Philadelphia. Oh, All right, jerk. that simplifies things for me. Jerk, go bleep yourself. Yeah, I think I think uh, Zach is really happy. Still not rooting for him. I think Zach's happy. Thank you, thank well, you. We know Eric. I'm rooting for every team except the Eagles. Dawson, quick pull brought us a little bit more of a rummage. Let's see where we're headed. Brought us is headed to <laughs> San, Fran. San Francisco. Look at that. Well, you're not, you're not man enough. Let's do this AFC game. Walchuk's pulling for Cincinnati. I'm pulling for Kansas City. Hopefully the well, football I'm, gods uh, align for I'm that. I'm really pulling for both. I just think Cincinnati's going to win. All right, let's see. Here we go. Here. Draws the end. They're both the ha- great stories, aren't they? Yeah, they're both awesome teams. I love both quarterbacks. I've got KC. You jerk. Here we go. Crap. Congratulations. You got a winner, Zach. All right. So it seems Damn like that me and Eric are going to be doing something ridiculous at the yeah. uh, Super Bowl. That ankle's good, Wait, Patty. so which one does Chiafalo have? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the uh, the Cincinnati bow ties. Nice. Dang it. It is time now for the G-Bag of the Day. Here's Lucius. Yeah. Congratulations, boys. Thank you. I'll be paying attention to the games and see what's going to happen uh, on the next episode of the G-Bag Nation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, those were such cliffhangers back in the day. When yeah. you see two be continued. Yeah. at the end. Yeah. <laughs> same bad time, same, same bad, bad channel. channel. Yeah, he used to give me every time. Uh, never underestimate the power of a to-do list, people. Yeah. You want to get things done, write a to-do list and put it somewhere that you're always going to see it. Been getting things done this week. I'm tired. Tired, dog tired. Uh, let's see. Our winner and champ is a ref that got his Uber Eats delivered during the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's more of the guys on the microphone that we're uh, entertained by. Here yeah. we go. We'll let it go into the bench, and Loyola would take over 10 minutes before we get a stoppage. And we've got an official's timeout, and somebody came on the floor Pause. on the far side. My God. For an Uber <laughs> Eats delivery or something there. He's carrying some McDonald's. Oh, this has to be Loyola. I'm actually not kidding. No, I, no, I this think, is the I truth. I think that's what's happening. This guy's in the corner. looked like he – was he going to – Deliver the the McDonald's to somebody on the court? It's my dude. Can we rule that out? <laughs> that, I, mean, I think that's an Uber Eats sticker. Is that I, what that is? I'm trying to get confirmation. Uh, Uber yeah. Eats, yes. Maybe I'll put my hand up. I'm getting a little hungry. You can bring it over here. Mm-hmm. So we saw the stoppage. The, the man was usher. Let's see if we can see this. No, this is going to be the turnover in the there court. He is, there he right is. There he is. Right there in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy is actually, who's he delivering it to? The ref. The, the, the ref said later. Give it to me later. Not I mean, now. Philip Alston's done a lot. I didn't think he needed a Big Mac for sustenance in the middle of the game. I, I know, but I'm uh, well, the official out there, Tim, he, he distanced him like, I didn't say now. Later. That's got to be <laughs> unbelievable. That's got to be something that the highlight shows are going to have a blast with. The blast with. We are having a blast, or we are. Yes, sir. Uh, speaking of food, shout out to Broadus, man. Such, yeah, he's such oh a my God. jolly good fellow. Hey, uh, we can all agree that's the best lasagna we've ever had. It's great lasagna. Yeah. I'm not going to say that because there may be people that listen that have made me the lasagna before. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, but, yes, great lasagna, by the way. I'm risking it more man. than you, bro. My mom you makes really lasagna are. all the time. I mean, I mean, it's your heritage, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, bro, but hey. You got to talk nice. <laughs> two guys, one Italy. Broadage, strong. Yeah.
Yeah, that was as good a lasagna as I've ever had. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, we talking, talking in here. Yeah, it was good. Do you guys want to leave? Maybe I'm being mean, but uh, I feel really good about that. I do love that about you, though. I'm a what have you done for me lately kind of guy. Absolutely. Yeah. You're kind of all about free food. It, it, it could probably, I could have brought you something average and you would have been like, oh man. That's the best thing I've ever had. So, so true. I think those are like top 10 hey. nuggets I've ever had, probably. Yeah. Maybe top bro, three, dude. Brother Burger King, $1.67 for 10. <laughs> See how crispy those things were? Yeah. I had the Whopper yesterday. That's the best thing like, I've ever had. They gave me extra gosh, sauce. That fish sandwich. Bro. Yeah. They must have caught that just yesterday. That joint was smacking. <laughs> the fish fillet from Mickey D's. Yeah. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie was talking about stepping up after losing. Luca last night. This is him on the on the court during the post game. On the court, uh, just more possession, be more aggressive, uh, swimming the playmaker role. Um, but I mean, we want him back. Sorry, I didn't mean to curse, but we want him back. He's our MVP. You know what I mean? So we hope he's getting healthy soon. They just forget. They just forget. <laughs> they do. They just forget. They do. They're okay. good on the podcast when they forget too. Yeah. They just let it go. Has it always been the case, or has do you think it's the evolution of these podcasts? These guys are so used to now just kind of talking. I think they're seeing. I think they're seeing it. Yeah. I think they're seeing people go off. Oh, excuse yeah. me. What Plus, he, okay? he he was having yeah, an out of body right. experience last night. Like he was having so much fun with Luca being yeah. out and the ball going in. Yeah. He was that was like the best night of Dinwiddie's year or whatever. For he, sure, big old smile the whole time. You felt why I say UConn Tennessee game last night? Uh, yeah. yeah. Did what happened to our coach at UConn last night? <laughs> I'm so angry. glad. I'm so glad you said that. He was angry. Yeah. This is him at the half. You told me before the game you couldn't put them on the free throw line or allow second chance points. How do you address that with your team in the house in the locker room? How do I address it? How do I address it? You don't address it. This is what you get when you come down here. The game was called one way and then it changed. Nope, nothing else changed. We didn't change. Nothing else changed. Thank you, coach. <laughs> Holly Rowe. Thank you, coach. Holly Rowe needs a, a big time raise. Thank you, coach. She's yeah. just cheesing hard the whole time. Did, like, yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Didn't she have Calipari's uh, sausage fingers all over? Yes. Last week? Yes. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Pause. He it did. was. It was a weird situation. It, I mean, it's not a pause. It was I mean, a shoulder. Shoulder. Uh, it was shoulder. A shoulder, shoulder, shoulder grab. Oh, okay. Like, here, I'm getting your attention. Kind of a thing. Oh, okay. Two hand shoulder yeah. grab. Sounded yeah. salty for a second the way you just said it. Kind of my apologies. Uh, let's see. All right. I think he was not happy with the officials, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if I'm Holly, I'm going. I he's, I said that. This he's is, just venting to the red. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> I heard that one. <laughs> I tell you, I don't hear me in here, bro. I did. I've been going. Yeah, you know, you do though, brothers. Do. You do. You yeah. do. They don't hear me. Got that old man here. Huh? What? What did he say? Let's see. Oh, have you guys ever watched The View? Yeah, have. Yeah, you have? Have. I have. Joy Bay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Whoopi Goldberg. She's like vaping <laughs> on la- national television. Whoopi. Yeah, yeah, in the middle of her like conversations like Eric does, just start hitting the vape. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, that's what she does, bro. Uh, and someone's farted on the set of the vape. Listen to this. Is it true that Trump had um, nuclear secrets? It's been reported, but we don't know the specifics. But just oh. real quick, I was... <laughs> Wow, that was a rather strong one. They just giggled. Wait a minute. Barbara Walters is no longer with us, right? She was on that show for a long time. God bless her. Anybody, like, lifting a leg or anything? Did you see the It was the girl in the yellow. Okay. Yeah, whoever she is, the girl in the yellow. The girl in the blue is amazing. Oh, my God. No, she's not there anymore. Hasselback. Okay. I thought the quarterback's wife might have just sent one fly. She did the lean? Yeah, she did. 
She 100 percent did. Still not as impressive as Wendy Williams' burp, snart, fart situation yeah, from yeah. about a year ago. Be, be respectful. That's like a medical situation. She got <laughs> yeah, called. What's sorry. it called? Um, Explosions. <laughs> like her innards were just looking for any exit, and they took them all. Yeah. At the same time, yeah, they were just traveling a path. She like seized up, short circuited for a second on live television. It was incredible. Oh man. Oh. Hey, shout out to the. A homeless dude in downtown Dallas who watched my truck the other night. Watched it. Excuse me. Oh, watched, watched it. Just it, kept yeah. his eyes on it for me so they wouldn't tow it or put a boot on it. He told me, if you park right there, they're going to put a boot on it. Park over here, I, $2, I'll watch it for you. All right, brother? I'm like, wow. Yeah, for sure. He needs to go with the times, bro. Inflation drove that up to at least five, six bucks. Now, I gave him that think? big old chunk of chicken, too, that I took home from oh, the barbecue yeah, joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was happy about that chunk of chicken. I was actually surprised because usually they turn their nose up on you and give them food. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I asked a guy outside. Uh, I said, are you hungry at all? He said, no, I've had so much barbecue today. Man, I'm like, yeah, what? nice. What are we doing? He was posted up right in front of the front door. That's the spot yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sleeping on concrete. You got it going on, brother. Yeah, I had so much barbecue. <laughs> uh, here's a homeless man that didn't want to take the change. He don't want no change. Told you I was gonna bless you. Here you go. You said you wanted a couple dollars. No, yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. You, you got a change too. You got it, man. Happy New Year, man. Change. Mother. Yeah, threw it right back. I don't want your change, bro. Wow. Yeah, I get, see, I gave another homeless guy a dollar, and he was really disappointed. He didn't even say thank you. I think inflation's got to him. Yeah. They don't want change. They don't want a dollar. It's like, what? It's not a $5 bill? Are you kidding me? I thought I was coming out of my pocket for the guy. A full dollar? He was not happy. Okay, uh, we got good nominees, though. Is it the champ ref that got his Uber Eats delivered? Uh, UConn in Tennessee. Coach not happy with the officials. Holly Rowe uh, was on the scene. Had a fart on the view. <laughs> and a homeless man doesn't want the change. I'll go with that. Is it the UConn or the Tennessee coach? I'll go with that coach that was yeah, mad about the UConn. refs. Brought us. How about you? Who are you going with? I'm going with the UConn coach as well. Wolchuk, view fart. <laughs> Lucius, <laughs> Uber eats. <laughs> Two to one to one. Chief. Oh my gosh! I will go with the. I'll go with the Uber eats as well. It's uh, two two. That means we have uh, the need for another vote off at GBag Nation. Jump on to at GBag Nation. Now, follow us when you get there. We'll announce the winner on the other side, and then uh, we'll get to Krusty's Corner. And where are we going with that today, sir? Yeah, this uh, sports mix has to do with regrets. We'll talk about that next. Thank you, Lucius. It is the GBag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up at 3 o'clock, Woolchuck has some sports. I think he's going to have the latest on a big Ranger signing today. That's exciting. Um, <laughs> super big, super yeah. big signing, boys. That's right. Here's Brian Broaddus with Krusty's Corner. Thank you very much, Joe. Appreciate that. Uh, by the way, uh, Eric, happy birthday. I know it's tomorrow. Thank you. I'll let you know. 29 years old, right? 29, yeah. Jeez. Today is the final day of my golden year. You know, Go- when you'd like oh, 28. the Jordan year. Yeah. Well no, well, no, well, not the Jordan year, but the golden year. Oh, yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, when like you're, you're... You were born on the 28th. Exactly. So I was 28 this year, so this is my golden year. And I will say, maybe the best, probably the best year ever. Probably the best year ever. Buddy. That golden year actually is, uh, it's the real deal, man. Cashed in, baby. It was yeah. a turning point. It was. It really was. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. you. I appreciate that, Hope you have a great brothers. one tomorrow. I you, plan on it. You get anything cool, you think? Oh, absolutely not. Maybe just like a Some couple peace of, and quiet. I think we might get like the grandparents <laughs> taking the kids for a couple hours and that'll be sweet, Ooh. sweet serenity. I plan on waking him up in that special way. I do have a birthday <laughs> uh, predicament that uh, maybe what you drink and what you thinking.
Uh, okay. I'll throw your guys' way. Yeah, we'll be looking for birthday wishes for Chia Fall coming up. What you drinking? What you think at 520? One of the greatest gifts in life, low-key, is having a grandparents near you, Bro. by the way. Well, I tell you what, you Bro. are by the on way, to that. Just let you know. Yeah, It's unbelievable. It. Yeah. Great, great gift, man. Great advice right there. Mother-in-law lives with us. There you go. And I love it. Yeah, yeah it's great. Yeah. I could bet. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I come home and my mother-in-law's at the house, it's like, Ooh. thank God. Yep. Thank God she's here to get crap done, dude. She yeah. ain't this ain't vacation time. Yeah. This is fantastic. We might need to rearrange the six twenty to uh, best of Chia follow. You gonna roast me for six twenty? It's kind of our birthday tradition. No, I it's think, fair. It's I fair. Think, At I least think, for a few minutes. I think you can roast him. All right, Chief. I'll start with you on this one though. On the sports mix, we do it every Friday. Sweet. My questions for my guys: If the 49ers shut down the Eagles, would you think differently about the Cowboys' offensive effort last week? The 49ers shut down the Eagles. Wow. Um, yeah, I, it, would, it would be pretty eye-opening. Like, if they hold them under 20 points, be like, holy crap. Maybe maybe this Niners thing is just really, really clicking, and then you'll get another opportunity to see versus Burrow or Mahomes in the Super Bowl. But, yeah, it would make me, it would make me think differently. I still have strong convictions about the Cowboys doing things offensively that, that hurt them. Uh, even if it wasn't necessarily the Niners doing it, the Cowboys hurt themselves in a couple of ways, and so that won't change. But yeah, it would definitely it would it would change my my view a little bit if they go out there and shut down this this potent Eagles attack. How about you, there, Zachary? Eh, maybe just a smidgen. I, I have a lot of respect for what the Niners can do on defense. I think if they if their secondary doesn't give up any big plays, then then certainly. That'll make me feel a little bit better about it because I I do feel as though the Cowboys left opportunities on the field last week. Yeah, me too. And you have better receivers for Philadelphia. So if if the Eagles are unable to get the big plays and in that secondary for San Francisco is able to limit them, then I'll feel a little bit better about that aspect of it that the Cowboys didn't take more deep shots and, and deep chances vertically. Yeah, it won't mean you know I I think. Even though the Eagles are better in, in a couple of different spots, it's a similar setup, you know, uh, what the Eagles do and uh, and what the Cowboys do well. Um, but, you know, to me, that game was lost not on the field last week, but in the front office. So, I mean, you 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 have to build a full team, and you know, the Eagles do. The, the Eagles don't have not left so many spots exposed as the Cowboys did. I think the players and the coaches did about as good as they could do. I kind of feel like I, I think that the 49ers, like I said, I, I, Dallas just not the inability to throw the ball on them last week. I think there were some plays to be made, and they just didn't get that done. That, that's a shame. That's the shame about it when you go back and watch some of the things that they could have hit them on and not make it. I just don't think Philadelphia, again, I know San Francisco's my team and the bet payoff, but I don't think the Eagles miss on those plays down the field like Dallas did. You know, so that's, that's but you're, 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 there's some, Truth about the front office stuff as well. Uh, Zach, if Joe Burrow takes down Pat Mahomes, does he jump him as the best quarterback in the AFC? If he does it for a fourth time in a row, I am on the verge of saying yes. I think that he's going to need to win a Super Bowl because Mahomes does have one of those, and oftentimes that is how these quarterbacks are critiqued. But for me, for me, yeah. I'm going to say yes. I mean, I'm I'm already kind of teetering with it. I get Mahomes is amazing. I, I think they're one and two, but there's something very special about Joe Burrow. And uh, if he's able to go into Arrowhead, Burrowhead 
and beat Patrick Mahomes for a fourth consecutive time. Within ankle or no ankle, I, I think, yeah, man, it burrows the man. Gavin? I couldn't do it on just a win. You know, I, I think quarterback is something your eye tells you who's the, who's the man. Um, and Burrow's certainly getting close, but... I mean, it's just such an advantage of what that Bengals defense has been able to do to Mahomes. And I, I, I have a hard time, you know, saying, well, you have a much better defense and, and therefore your quarterback is better. So it, it will definitely be a step in that direction uh, for me. And I'll just have to see how the two gentlemen play. Chief. Yeah, one get one game sample, and I know technically it's a four game sample, whatever it is, because you're combining all the all the games that Burrow would have beaten Mahomes. But it, it would still Mahomes is still the better quarterback. There's so many other things that are involved with winning and losing a particular football game. So there's there's no question to me that that Mahomes is the best quarterback in the sport, and Burrow is at this point clearly number two. But I would still say Mahomes is, is the if, best. If two of the four wins come in playoff games, does that sway you any more or any less? Uh, no, I mean, I, I, I just, I'm not, I can't make a full-on evaluation of one quarterback's better than the other unless it was Mahomes losing the game all four times for his team and Burrow clearly winning it for his, then you'd feel differently, but... I mean, no one walked away from the Super Bowl when the Eagles beat the Patriots and felt like, man, I'm, I would have much rather had Nick Foles tonight. Like, I'm just not doing that on a couple of games sample size. Big picture, we've seen Pat Mahomes the best quarterback in the sport and has been since really the moment he set foot on the field. Does feel like it's the next Brady and Manning, and what tilted it was Brady kept beating Manning in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And if Burrow keeps beating Mahomes, I think Burrow would be the Brady. That's a good point. Gavin. Yeah. Are the Cowboys going to regret moving on from Kellen Moore if they do? That kind of the careful what you wish for thing. Um, I think that's possible. By the way, I would take Peyton Manning over Tom Brady if both were coming out right now. Okay. Uh, so I wanted to get the final word on that. Hmm. Screw you, Woolchuck. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I'll take Brady. That's fine. But no, I don't think you will. I don't think you will. You know, earlier in the show, I was making a point about Kellen Moore neglecting the run game, and then Woolchuck made a point about him neglecting the routes, and it's like, man, maybe they've been putting up these numbers in spite of him, you know? Like, seriously, it is a super flawed coordinator situation that, that we have, and if you regret it, it would only be because you accidentally hired the worst possible candidate. Chief? <laughs> Are the Cowboys going to regret moving on from Kellen Moore if they do so? Like kind of the careful what you wish for thoughts. Well, I would say if they hire in-house, which seems to be the most likely thing based on everything we've heard to this point, yeah. then yes, I would say that is going to end up being a regression. Yeah, if they hire Schottenheimer, they'll regret it. Because I don't think Schottenheimer is a very good coordinator. Or Nussmeyer, right? I mean, anybody in-house, right? Well, Chuck, wouldn't you feel the same basically about any one of these guys? Yeah, I don't really want him to make an in-house hire. I guess there's a little bit more unknown about Nussmeyer. Like, maybe Nussmeyer can do something different. I don't know. But I we know what Schottenheimer is. And that guy doesn't have a very good track record of being an OC. I think that's very wishful thinking that he'd be able to come in and kind of mask a lot of deficiencies. But... I think overall, if, if they go ahead and do their due diligence and actually go outside the building like they did with Dan Quinn and interview some some good candidates, uh, like maybe a Deuce Staley, uh, a Joe Brady, you know, wh whether it's the, the 49ers guy, Zach Robinson with the Rams, then, then no, I don't think they'd regret it. I think it's time to move on. You know, I, I kind of wonder if you're a situation, what do we think about when Dan Quinn got hired? 
we thought about Atlanta defense not being very good, right? Mm-hmm. Then we start comparing like, oh, well, Mike Nolan and this, that, and you know, you know. I think we kind of had some negative things about. Yeah, what, I didn't what, like it. What Dan Quinn was going to do. I didn't expect him to evolve the way he did, and it's obvious that he's completely changed things. He's one of the few coaches I think that was has looked in the mirror and completely. Uh, reimagined the way he views uh, his side of the ball. And I, do, I don't expect Schottenheimer or Nussmeyer or anybody to be like that. I could be fooled, and I'd be happy to be fooled again. I have no problem. I'm thankful that I can say that I was wrong about Dan Quinn because he's been a godsend, but I wouldn't expect Schottenheimer to be the same. I'm all about trying to change the coordinator, see if you can fix the quarterback. That's my mission. Agreed. I'm willing to take. I'm willing worth to take the, a hit. Worth the risk. I'm willing to I take a you. hit if if it gets me the evaluation of the quarterback. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you answering those questions. Thank you, Brian. Krusty's corner every afternoon about two forty here in the G Bag Nation. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.